a flamethrower might seem like a good weapon for the zombie apocalypse, but it won't kill the brain, and then you'll just have a horde of flaming shamblers after you. Best to stick to bludgeoning. You are listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Awesome. <laughs> so, let's <gasps> let's get it done with. <laughs> that was an adventure. Yes. So, welcome, listeners, to Podcast Detected. Yeah, it's been a good minute and a half. Yeah, it's Liz here <laughs> and Lindley. And, yeah. Um, we had, uh, yeah. Some technical difficulties. For and weeks. also, <laughs> I was sick and yeah. Liz was actually yeah. here. Like, she came to Vienna and was in my apartment for two weekends and, in a row. Yeah, and then the first weekend we wanted to record it, and then on Saturday... We went out to celebrate Linda's birthday, and so we thought, "Oh, we can record it on Sunday." On Sunday, before I go to my training, <laughs> and we were no. so tired, so we just spent like the whole day eating takeout food and watching <laughs> Harmon Quest. We had the biggest pizza vi- pizza I've ever seen in my life, actually. Yeah, and then we watched Harmon was, Quest yeah, yeah. for the whole day. Harmon Quest, by the way, if you haven't seen it. It's amazing. That's not the topic for today, but go watch it yeah. immediately. And then, so I said, hey, I'm going to be back the next weekend because uh, Lindley and her boyfriend let me stay with them. And then Lindley was sick. So we said, oh, we record this weekend when, when I'm back. And then Lindley was sick. So we didn't record it. Mm. And then work. But we're finally doing it. <laughs> finally, after and then today we wanted to record, and there's been what thirty minutes of technical difficulties on my end. It's okay. Just because I haven't used Skype in forever in a year. Me either. But you know, whatever. We're here. <laughs> That's the important part. That's the important thing. Yes, we're here for you. So uh, this is. Maybe a short information for people who are joining us, who are usually not listening to the podcast. We are a podcast detected. We usually talk about Zombies Run, which is a augmented reality fitness game involving zombies. And every once in a while, we talk about other zombie media and we look at it and review it from our point of view, from our podcast detected point of view, so to speak. And this time we decided to talk about The Walking Dead. So if you're just here for The Walking Dead, welcome. Yes, welcome. That was a good good summary, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm also impressed that I'm still able to, to form cohesive sentences in a foreign language. <laughs> Go me. By the way, Lindley, as an honorary Austrian, don't forget the day after tomorrow is our national holiday. Oh, I won't forget because I don't have to work. Aw, me either. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yes. Thank God. Austria and me, we have our birthdays just one day apart from each other because tomorrow is my birthday. Happy almost birthday. Thank you. Okay, now <laughs> we got that out of the way and don't ask me how old I get. Listeners, don't. Don't, really, don't. <laughs> Let... She's 21. Yes. Duh. I've been 21 for a while. <laughs> for a long while. Not that long. Well, a couple of years. A couple of years. Okay, uh, so we're going to talk about The Walking Dead. Before we talk about The Walking Dead, uh, a few few things we should caveats. Yeah, a few things we should say before we get into it. One, we are going to be talking about the TV show, not the comics. Mm-hmm. Have you have you read the comics, The Walking Dead? Comics? I've read some, and I've played the games as well. Yes, me as I, I played the first season of The Walking Dead Telltale game. Mm-hmm. I have not read the comics. Um, I've read a bit just because my brother had them at home, and so I've read some of it, but not like not extensively okay. by any means. But I've watched the show. Like up, uh, we were talking about it earlier. Up until about season six, when it got really, really disgusting, I watched it pretty frequently. But yeah, there was a point where I couldn't handle it anymore. I did not read the comics. I watched a TV show. I think I've watched all the seasons available here in Austria uh, on Netflix. I think that's every season except the last one. I don't think I've seen the newest season. I want to say they may have just put season seven on Amazon, but I'm not positive. Yeah. 
But we are going to be focusing on the earlier seasons anyways. <laughs> but here's the thing about the comics. If you are a huge fan of The Walking Dead and you know everything about the characters and the trivia and the comic and the differences, and at one point we talk about something and you say, think, oh, that was actually explained in the comics, yada, yada. You don't need to get in touch with us. It's what we're saying. <laughs> I mean, you can. You, you can. We always, always are open for dialogue. Yeah, you can, but um, <laughs> we, we have not read the comics. And to me, I say if an adaptation is not understandable without knowing the source material, yeah, that's, that would be bad for me. Yeah, understandably, understandably. And as far as I know, they changed some stuff, but I don't really think... I I think they're... Like, you don't necessarily need to have read the comics for everything, but I'm by no means a professional, so... <laughs> yeah, I once heard, and this might be an urban legend, so I'm not sure if that's true. If it's If it's not, I apologize. So I heard that when... The Walking Dead comic was was pitched, and the, the the artist said, "I want to do this comic." Or is it the writer? I don't know. Don't know much mm-hmm. about comics. It was like in an area in an era where zombies were not like when zombies were not like a thing, and not a popular mm-hmm. thing. And so apparently, what I heard is that the writer, the creator, said that aliens would come in. It was just the beginning of the story was the zombies and eventually it would turn out that aliens used that as kind of an invasion technique and so then aliens would come in. But I have to Google this. Yeah, I, 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 I heard that on another podcast, I think. I'm not sure if it's true. If it is, that would be amazing because that would be a very clever technique. And also, it, it's successful comic, highly successful comic, so... Yeah, kudos. <laughs> Even if ah, uh, it's a non-canon ending. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It looks like I mean, just from a quick Google. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. We have zombies at this point in time are not anymore. I mean, originally, you know what, three four years ago, everything was zombies and vampires, and it's gotten a little bit better now. Like, I like zombies. I think zombies are actually a really interesting genre, I guess. Trope, almost. But, um, I mean, obviously, I play Zombies Run. So, obviously, <laughs> I like zombies. <laughs> but I can kind of see, before they were popular, it was kind of like, in terms of Hollywood monsters, zombies were like, you know, the the kind of, you know, boring cousin... Cousin Oliver, is that the kid from the Brady Bunch who no one wants to think of because they're just kind of a little too either boring or too, I don't want to say unrealistic, but there's not much you can do with them almost. And so in terms of monsters, as it was always vampires, Frankenstein, ghosts, that kind of stuff. And just recently after, I guess, Dawn of the Dead? In like 2005, wasn't it? This it's really started like coming up again, and I, I mean, I'm glad. I think it's really cool. And then we got a couple of years ago where everything and its brother had a zombie theme. I think uh, The Walking Dead was a big, big factor in zombies becoming that big, because yeah, yeah, definitely. until then you had zombie movies, and the problem with movies is always they don't give you a lot of time for character development. Mm-hmm. And in a zombie movie, you can only focus on a few people because you have to establish the zombies and there has to be chaos and there has to be monsters. And there's you usually have to revert to a lot of tropes to get across who the characters mm-hmm. are and what they want. Like World War Z, the movie, for me, is a classic example where within two sentences you know everything about the characters because there's no more time to establish them. Also because it's a bad movie. Just wanted to say. Looks awesome. It's a bad movie. <laughs> and a TV show gives you a lot of time to to also develop characters. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people really liked that. And it made 
the zombie genre suddenly more interesting again. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Well, and I mean, we can also, like, this is more of a socio-political thing, but we can attribute to post-9-11 kind of literature and art as well, where things kind of went from being kind of looking at the future and everything is interesting and technological to looking at the future and seeing a kind of post-apocalyptic wasteland, which is very, very prominent in futuristic media today, in sci-fi future kind of stuff. And so it, zombie, the theme of like living through the zombie apocalypse is also very, very, like it follows that line of thinking as well with this kind of post-apocalyptic life that's very post 9-11 like it's a post 9-11 art form as well i i totally agree i saw a video a brilliant video comparing um what was that alien movie with uh, tom cruise war of the worlds war of the worlds and then uh comparing that to independence day and that mm-hmm. was cl- classic examples of a movie before 9-11 and after 9-11 and I, I can kind of see a lot of the Walking Dead themes appeared in that video as well in mm-hmm. in in the context of War of the Worlds. Yeah. Whoa, this already got very much into the topic. Should we should we talk <laughs> about the Walking Dead a little bit? Um so the Walking Dead, the TV show came out I think in two thousand and ten. Does that sound correct? Something like that. I can double check. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, I think. And has a lot of seasons so far. And the story mostly revolves around this group of people trying to survive in the zombie apocalypse. And while there are zombies, it's more focused on their relationship to each other. And that brings me personally to my first reason for never getting as engaged with The Walking Dead as other people did. Because it is so focused on the characters, it's so important that you like the characters. Mm-hmm. And The Walking Dead has many characters, and I like many of them. But the first one or two seasons mostly focus on Rick, the, the sheriff, who's the main character, our first point of view character, and his wife, and his best friend, and their love triangle. And I hate love Mm -hmm. triangles and I don't care for love triangles and I did (laughs) not care for either of these three people. And so to me, it got better. They had more different characters coming in and the more characters they had, the more interesting it got to me. But the, the first season especially, there was so much about the love triangle, like, who will she pick? Will she go back to her husband? Will she stay with her new lover? What What is going to happen? And I just don't care. Yeah, I, I really feel like that they do that. They do this kind of thing in a lot of TV shows and movies today. They add in some convoluted love story that doesn't make sense. It's only a part of the plot because they assume people want some sort of love story when in reality... No one is engaged in this love story. Like, no one actually cares. Like, yeah, granted, some people probably do, but I was very much more... I was far more interested in the love story with... um, Oh, who was it? Maggie and... um, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, in the later season. Well, not that much later, but than I ever was with Rick and his wife. Like... It wasn't something that was interesting to me, especially with the love triangle, because I wasn't watching this to watch a romantic story. I was watching this because I wanted to see people survive in the zombie apocalypse. Like, And that happens all the time, and it drives me nuts every single time. And to me, the, the, the biggest problem is I'm, I'm not a big fan of love triangles either way. But if it's a, a, a sort of, you know, high school setting or college setting, and you have, oh, okay, I like this guy, and I also like the other guy, or like these two girls. Okay, that can happen. Stuff like that can happen. You can like one person and also kind of like the other person. At least that's somehow relatable. 
but oh my husband fell into a coma and then the zombie apocalypse broke out and then his best friend saved us and then I started an affair with the best friend but then my husband woke up from his coma and against all odds found us during the zombie apocalypse and now he's back that's just so far-fetched to me like this is not relatable this is not a problem that people have well I mean it part of me kind of understands where you've got this adrenaline you've got this oh we might die tomorrow kind of thing and so you that makes emotions run high and all of that but at the same time in that situation I don't know if she would have if it would have been in a love triangle because I can foresee myself if my husband was in a coma and I thought he was left for dead I would foresee myself being just overjoyed that he was back and almost pushing this other guy to the wayside because of all those emotions running high. Like, I don't know how you can, how much of a like strong relationship is established in those type of situations as well. So that kind of was the weirdest part for me as well. Like you were saying that, oh, it's a stretch, but them getting into a relationship wasn't the stretch for me. Them getting into kind of a serious, actual, monogamous relationship at that point in time was what was the weirdest thing for me. Yeah, and also what annoyed me a bit is that um, Lori, that was Rick's wife's name, Lori, personally, I think she did not get much of a character despite being Rick's wife and his friend's lover and Carl's mom. That was her job. She was a bit of a plot device for Rick to become a leader. Yes. And usually I am not happy if they kill off the wife to uh, further a man's man pain. (laughs) I must say, I was a bit relieved when she died and when... What was the other guy's name? Uh, (laughs) Shane. I was just... And when Shane died, to me, that was just... Okay, great, they died to further Rick's man pain. That's okay. It's over. Mm. And I realized that I started enjoying the TV show much more once they were no longer prominent parts Mm-hmm. of the story and I feel very sorry because I think it could have been an interesting storyline yeah I mean I'm I don't know I just it's horrible to say this but as, when they died I just I didn't care and that's one of the things about The Walking exactly. Dead that actually drives me nuts and eventually has kind of made me stop wa- watching which is different from Zombies Run and like, that's what I appreciate so much about Zombies Run. There, I actually like feel like I connect with the characters and can kind of, you know, see myself in some of the characters. And whereas in The Walking Dead, I don't like them. I don't like many of the characters. Like, Glenn and Maggie were really some of the only exceptions. I don't feel like... I don't know, I I just don't connect with many of the characters. And so when certain characters are killed off, like, it's not heart-wrenching for me, you know? And that's part of what you kind of expect from a series like this, because otherwise it's just violence for the sake of violence. And I would like to actually see, you know, human emotions and, like, have a human reaction to these people dying, and I'm just not. And that's really really disappointing for me because I feel like The Walking Dead does have like it's a good show it's a good series and it has the potential to be very like have these emotions on a very human level but then something's missing for a lot of these characters and it just makes it really it dries it out and it just makes it really violent for no reason at least for me (laughs) One of the problems that I have with The Walking Dead is a similar problem that I had with We're Alive, is that it, in its core, the message is the world is terrible, 
People are monsters. Don't trust anybody. Just protect the people you're closest to and try to survive. And that, to me, is just a message that's so different from the way I see the world. While in Zombies Run, I get the feeling that there are bad people and there are terrible things happening, but the world as such is good and Mm -hmm. people are good. And even if you trust somebody who betrays you, you have to trust somebody else then because eventually it's going to be okay. Yeah. And and I, I can also see why a lot of people might prefer The Walking Dead because that's just maybe more appealing to them. And on a personal note, I, I, prefer, I prefer bad things happening in a good world than bad things happening in a bad world. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing too is if you look at the games, which are set in the same universe, they're not like this. In the games, I really did fall in love with the characters. You can kind of... It feels like there's more of a connection, and it feels like people are willing to trust other people in these games, but it's just not there in the series. Because, I mean... And I understand it from a point, because, you know, there's only so many times you can get screwed over before you really stop trusting people. And that's the point where these characters are. Like, that makes sense to me. But it seems like they've always kind of been like that since the beginning. And there was a little development, but not... I don't know, I just... At the same time, like I said, there's just something missing. It makes them... Yeah, I, I can't really explain it. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's fine. I want to talk about something that I really love about The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing I liked about We Are Alive, is that the zombie lore is fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Not only does The Walking Dead take place in a world where zombies are not a thing, like people have not watched zombie movies or read mm-hmm. books about zombies. So uh, that's, to me, that's interesting because why would you assume to know that a zombie is not a human, Mm. right? We have this storyline in season two that um, Herschel, I think is his name, Mm -hmm. the the farmer, he he keeps the zombies in in the shack because he thinks they're just ill. They're having some kind of disease that makes them mad, but eventually there will be a cure and they're still people. And if you think about it, why wouldn't he assume that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bit naive, but at the same time, these people have never encountered the idea of a zombie before. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. And it takes them a while to understand. And the other aspect I love so much is that you do not just turn into a zombie because you are bitten by a zombie. Mm-hmm. You turn into a zombie whenever you die. And that raises the stakes so much because you know in a in a zombies run you can say okay i build myself a bunker and as long as nobody gets in and no zombies get in i'm fine and all the people with me are fine but in the walking dead universe all it needs is somebody falling off a flight of stairs breaking their neck dying boom zombie in the bunker yeah. That's a good concept. I like it. I, that, that for me was was really interesting. Definitely. I definitely agree. And I, I think that was a bold move. That was a bold choice. And it also gives you so much more opportunities for potential conflict. Yeah, it like you said, it really, really raises the stakes for these people because they have to not only look out for the people, you know, outside the gates that they've built, but they have to look out for the people inside as well at some point. And I mean, we saw that as well in the, when they were staying in the um, prison. Yeah. yeah, and 
it was, should have been, by all accounts, it should have been a perfectly safe place to stay. Like, a prison is meant so no one gets out and no one gets in. Like, that should have been it. And in Zombies Run, I mean, we have dealt with a prison before. <laughs> um, it really, if you can grow your food, you should be perfectly safe in a prison in this society. But... Yeah, in Walking Dead, you're not. Because you always face that little chance that, you know, someone's gonna scrape their arm and get an infection and die the next day. Like, it adds a sense of uncertainty, I guess, that you really don't get from other media, necessarily. Also, it puts the whole somebody gets sick idea into a very different frame. Because suddenly it's not, okay, if if we try our best, this person might survive and if we don't then this person might die but it's also the question this person might turn into a zombie any minute so maybe we should kill them before they get to revive and yeah i i like that that was i think one of the most fascinating things about the walking dead yeah, yeah. what what i've always wondered is why don't they go somewhere else <laughs> they seemed no, no, listen, they seem to always stick to the same area. And I know from a, you know, technical point of view why that is, because that's just, like, where they shoot the show. But still, wouldn't you, like, go somewhere else? I mean... I, I don't know. I would go somewhere else. It kind of depends. I can see your point. But then, if you are at the point where you assume or have heard that the rest of the country is also as bad as you are, like as bad off as you are. I'm not sure that I would want to risk making a long trip just for the same stuff, for the same situation, you know? So really, I would have to have really, really good rumors at the very least saying, Oh, this place is completely zombie free. Everyone's safe. And they have tons of food and technology and maybe even free Wi-Fi. <laughs> and then I would leave. But other than that, if it's very likely I'm going to die on the road or die at home, I would stay at home. It might just be because I'm lazy, like, to be completely honest. <laughs> then again, like, if you hear about a place that has food and weapons and maybe even Wi-Fi, it's... In these stories, usually, usually it's ruled by a maniac. Mm. So, or is ruined by a maniac at some point. Also, it's it's so funny to me that in The Walking Dead, somebody pointed that out, and and I I can't unsee it. There are so many groups of people who just live a very relatively safe life, and then <laughs> as soon as the group of the <laughs> sheriff shows up. Like, everything goes to hell. Like, they're basically wandering around the area, just ruining people's <laughs> lives. Yeah, Rick, maybe the zombies aren't the problem. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I do like Rick. I, I had problems with him in the beginning, mostly because of the whole bullshit love triangle story arc. But he grew on me mm. in a way that I did not expect he's still not my favorite character by far but i kind of had not too many problems with him or at least he was an an interesting character like even if there are moments where i disagreed with him i was like oh, okay, okay. It, it fits the character mm. that he would react like that so i think this is one of the cases where the man pain actually helped the character i mean i I, mean, I can't believe I'm saying <laughs> No, I, I kind of have to disagree because I just, I, oh. they're really, I, I was talk, telling you earlier, at some point I was watching the show because I had just, like, out of, really just because I had been watching the show before, so I kept watching it. Because really, the characters for me are not the central reason that I watch the show and that they should be in a show like this in really what is an ensemble cast I should like at least one of the characters but especially after Glenn I just 
I mean, granted, don't get me wrong, I love a flawed character. I love characters who just screw things up all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. But I don't know. It's just... Maybe I think part of it is because we did come in with Rick, you know, what, six months after the after everything had already started. And so these people were used to killing zombies, and I didn't see these people, you know, kill their first zombie. And so that might be part of it for me, is that I still kind of, even though they're blatantly zombies and they're blatantly trying to eat your face off, they're still human in a way, even though they're technically not. And I think it would be, it should be harder to kill them from my perspective, because I, I mean, I'm very much a, I don't like hurting things and it's not even from a like a it's it's not from like a nonviolent perspective it's not anything political I just don't like it it makes me very uncomfortable and I don't like watching violent stuff on tv all of that stuff which is weird that I'm watching the walking dead or have been watching it but when something violent does happen I expect kind of a sort of a kind of shocked kind of reaction or some sort of reaction, some sort of negative reaction. And none of these people have that anymore. And I get that they've been doing this for years. Like, don't get me wrong. I get that. But we started with that. We didn't really start with maybe with Carl, but no, not even with Carl, but none of them really were taken aback by the fact that they had just hurt what used to be a human or killed what used to be a human. And I think that was kind of, it created a sort of a, logic gap for me because we didn't get to see that progression so if they had like included flashbacks maybe i don't know it's it's something it's a problem i have with a lot of series that have time skips is i like to see the progression of emotions after like right after something has happened versus you know up six months later because for me it's I mean, granted, this was at the very, very beginning, but it seemed like the zombie apocalypse just happened because we just arrived in this world, basically, and everyone was just okay with it. Like, not okay with it, but they were used to it already. And I can appreciate that from a storytelling point of view, that everyone does the kind of, oh, the zombies just arrived and everyone's freaking out and needs to find shelter kind of thing. Like, that's been done a million times. But at the same time, it's still something, it still adds something. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I see your point, yeah. My wordy point. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's what we're here for, that's what <laughs> podcasting is all about. Them words, them words. Otherwise, we would be doing YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? If we did YouTube videos, we would have to, like, dress up. Oh, I'm wearing my pajamas right now. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I like that I can podcast in pajamas. Yes, that's the only way to do it. That's I mean, true. We, I mean, we could do YouTube in pajamas, technically. Yeah. I mean... Not that I would want to, but... Yeah. I would have to buy nicer pajamas. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, what I do like about The Walking Dead is definitely the zombies. Like, the way they look. And the way they, they move. And they look genuinely scary and I get the feeling that they invest a lot of time and money into making sure those look good that the zombies look great that was awesome like I I enjoyed watching the zombies and I was surprised that they had zombies that far into the series like, we've talked about this before. Zombie movies and TV shows are not actually about the zombies. The more important part is always the people uh, and, and how they interact. And the zombies are there just to, you know, add yeah. more yeah. obstacles. And so, yes, also in The Walking Dead, it became less and less about the zombies and more and more about yet another evil guy uh, who is controlling everything, which, like, this is the most evil part of the world, apparently, because they're the most evil people there, I guess. And they're all 
just waiting for another year to show up so the characters can find a nice home that they can then destroy. Okay, that's how writing works. I, I get it. It's like how Voldemort always waits till the end of the year to attack Harry. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true. And uh, I mean, they have less, less, fewer, fewer zombies, mm. less zombies. Fewer. Your language is weird. Not as many zombies anymore. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know if I could correct you in English anymore. <laughs> Because I've just been speaking bad English for so long. Yes, you learned from the best, from the Austrians. <laughs> bad English is the language of the future. <laughs> just so. Because there are more people in the world who speak English who don't have English as a first language than there are people in the world speaking English who have English as I a mean, second language. I mean, uh, as a first that's, language. Yes, technically true. So we are more. <laughs> so, we were... so by that standard, you should start do you think there are more people learning German as a second language than there are people who are actually speaking German? No, actually. No, actually. yeah, I don't think so. No. Nobody learns that language. It's ridiculously difficult. It. Yeah, you're an exception. <laughs> That's why you're an honorary Austrian. No, but here's what I wanted to say. Uh, they, ha they don't have as many zombies anymore in the later seasons, and that's, I understand why, but they still do have them. Mm. And they mm. still... It, it's still original material. It's still new material. It would be so easy to just, you know, use copy-paste video material from the first seasons and, and cut it in in between. But they don't do that. And I, I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And also, I, I can see kind of the progression in the zombies because their clothes start falling off more and mm -hmm. more as the seasons They're definitely progress. decaying. They're... Yes. legitimately decaying bodies and the makeup is like you said it's fantastic and this is a tv show so we don't have a a movie budget mm -hmm. here so well and <laughs> thinking about that i also think that there are a lot of very great scenes in the series like the 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 one where they just spend a whole day on this monster wave of zombies uh who there are like hundreds and hundreds of zombies and they need to to get them to pass their settlement and it's just they even it was so far in the series but they took a whole episode and took their time and i think that was brilliant mm -hmm. i liked that and it was one of the i think it was the last season that i saw and that was i think my favorite episode of the whole season because it was just People working together to find out how to not die. Yeah, which, by all accounts, like, really should be the focus. I think up to that point, we didn't have... It was at a point where we didn't have that many zombies anymore, and it was more about this settlement and how will they fit in after being so long outside and in danger, and how will they how will they try to make a home for themselves in this settlement? And I'm not saying this was an uninteresting story, but I did like that they were like, okay, and now one whole episode, zombies. Just zombies. And that was great. And I liked it. And I was <laughs> awesome. I mean, realistically, they should feasibly at some point reach a point where they know how to deal with zombies and where they can have a normal yes. life with zombies, with, even with zombies around, which is something that Zombies Run has done very well in the past. And then, you know, as usual, things get screwed up. <laughs> but, um, and I mean, they do it. Like, basically, at some points, they're just living a normal life with zombies, which is... Yes, a very, very interesting concept, and I actually really do like it. And so I understand why there are significantly less zombies in the later seasons. But I, yes. I get what you yes. mean. Like, it's still it's nice to see everyone work together to face, you know, one common problem as opposed to fighting internally with each other. And I think that's probably the best part about those episodes where they do really get together and succeed at something by working together because they are able to overcome their just internal 
issues that they have with one another. I was just about to say you're so much like more clever than I am because I was just like, yeah, zombies. <laughs> they have whole episode about zombies. <laughs> No, I don't think it has anything to do with cleverness. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, do you have any favorite characters or a favorite character in The Walking Dead? I mean, I think Glenn is everyone's favorite character. By far. But I do have to say um, Carl in general. I think it's a very interesting perspective as a kid really growing up with this. Like, Granted, he didn't grow up with the zombies. He was, what, like, eight or nine when this all happened? And so seeing him become, you know, a preteen to a teenager in this world that... Growing much faster and quicker exactly. than everybody else. And, like, that one scene in, like, season three or so where he starts shooting zombies. And this is really the progression that I like the most because he maybe hasn't shot his own shot a zombie before but he's been around this like he knows what it's like he's seen zombies die he's seen people kill zombies he's almost been killed by a zombie and so when he's finally able to or i guess when he finally just decides okay i'm going to shoot zombie like go kill some zombies at this fence granted it causes some problems but um i think it's actually a really interesting and probably accurate portrayal of a kid who's really growing up in this situation can you imagine though being the parent and seeing oh, your kid him. doing oh, the oh i'd kick his butt that must that must, that must be terrible yeah, definitely well and i think rick really had at the beginning of the episode if i remember correctly he was not okay with it and he had like a accurate reaction but of course by the end of the episode everyone's He gets his gun because he needs to go shoot some zombies. I mean, it wasn't like that. It was more like Rick understands that his kid is growing up in a world that Rick didn't grow up in. And so he then allows Carl to also join in in this world. Which I think as I'm not a parent, but if I were, I would have a really hard time doing. Just because, you know, most parents want to keep their kids kids. And mm. in... A world like this, you cannot do that or they will die. Like, those are your two options. <laughs> you keep your kids' kids and they die or you let them become grow up faster and they survive. I know, and a lot of people seem to hate this character. And I'm like, well, it's because he's I, an I, idiot. I do like him. Yeah, and he was yeah. a kid and nobody <laughs> likes kid characters. Apparently. I don't know. I've always liked the kid character. <laughs> I mean, no, I think he he was an idiot. He was so dumb, but he was like... 10 years old, not even, at the beginning of the series. Yeah. And he, I think, is the most accurately portrayed in terms of how you would react to this thing. Because at the beginning of it, especially when you have other people fighting for you, nothing's really going to change. Like, it's going to feel a bit like a scary camping trip for him. And then, you know, his mom dies. His dad's best friend dies. Like, all of this stuff starts happening really, really close to home. And he kind of gets, he gets cold almost. Like, you can see him becoming this really just kind of robotic machine because things, he, things aren't progressing how they should for a child. And I think it's so interesting. I agree. Do you want some weird synchronization trivia? Yes. Okay, so... I because I've been I've been doing some googling while waiting till you sort out your technical problems and I always like to look up um the German voice actors because I've watched The Walking Dead in in English but you know there's synchronizations for German and then I always look up oh who speaks that person and then I look up what else they speak so because that's always I I don't know why I like that so much so the voice actor of Daryl His name is Tommy Morgenstern, and he also voices Son Goku in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. He also 
voices Dominic Monaghan in Lost. And there was one that was... Wait, who else was it? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so in German, synchronization, Daryl and Thor and Son Goku <laughs> have the same voice. You're welcome. <laughs> That's how um, Turk from uh, Scrubs yeah. is the same, same, has the same voice actor as Francis from uh, Malcolm in the Middle and Zuko from Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender. <laughs> So let's use the last few minutes to talk about a topic that's always very near and dear to my heart and where The Walking Dead unfortunately does not score a lot of points and that's representation of all sorts of groups. So we do have a cast that is racially and ethnically semi-diverse, I'd say. So we, we do have Latino characters, we have black characters, we have one single Asian character. Uh, well, that's, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's a hot topic, actually. In the community is the diversity of this, at least when comparing uh, The Walking Dead to Zombies Run. That's one of the things that's brought up the most often is the diversity of the cast. Um, and that's like granted it's easier with zombies run because you don't have with the exception of the comic books and stuff you don't have like a actual canon physical portrayal for a lot of these people but we do know that there are more yeah i mean there are more non-white people representative represented in zombies run first of all and there are also more people different sexualities yeah that's that's the other aspect i think they're trying when it comes to the racial diversity <clears throat> but let's be honest when it comes to sexuality they're not like even trying <clears throat> it took us <clears throat> a lot of seasons until we um encountered the first like same-sex couple it's uh two guys and one of them is a semi-recurring character, so he's 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 great. He appears, he helps the characters, etc. And the other one is basically not in the show. Like we see him in well, group I mean... shots sometimes, and I, that's okay, I guess. But to me, it's like if that is your token gay couple, and we only see one of them, and the other one is like barely a character <sighs> showing a homosexual couple as like having essentially a normal life in comparison to everyone else was still a bit taboo and until relatively recently it's not really shown up in many shows and even now it's not very prominent but it's actually yeah it's very disappointing because they had it's they had the opportunity they are a huge show and they had the opportunity to bring in gay couples and more diversity far earlier as well. And it just wasn't taken. They they seem to be far more okay with showing two women as a couple than with showing two men as a couple. I, I don't know. It's just something that I realized when watching the TV show. Yeah, I mean... That this this one gay character appeared in it and he was a good character and he was an interesting character and he was not just reduced to his sexuality and everything is, was fine with him but we did barely see mm. the other guy but we did kind of see the the lesbian couple so i mean hooray i guess i mean granted people should be celebratory about any small steps that people are willing to take but at the same time like they could have easily made a main character gay. That is not going to hurt the storyline at all. Nope. Just, you can make one of the main characters gay, you can make two of the main characters gay, and it's not going to hurt anything. It's not going to harm the storyline, because that's not a main part of the storyline. You know, like, you can have representation, because it's not going to change the plot at all, but it's going to allow you know, this story to look a little bit more like the real world. Guess they thought the world was just not ready. I mean, it, it came out in 2010, and really, like I said, it's 
kind of been a slow moving thing. Like most, I think I'm thinking of, I mean, with the exception of Legend of Korra, right? Most of the gay and lesbian couples on TV are not main characters. Yeah. Unless, unless the story specifically revolves around those people being gay. But then probably they will die either way. Which is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So we expected more from The Walking Mm. Dead. Like, listen, listen, The Walking Dead, really, listen, guys. If German TV, very, very conservative, public German TV, can have a gay couple in their weekly soap in the beginning of the 90s, you can have more gay couples in your TV show in 2017. Just saying. If Austria can allow a... (laughs) can allow a drag queen to represent them for Eurovision, you can have a gay couple. Oh, she can represent us for everything, <laughs> for all I care. I I don't need that young guy become my next boss of government. I, I just take Conchita if I can. No little Sebastian, just Conchita? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But if, if Austrian... If, if conservative Austrian television can allow in so you think you can dance this dancing where prominent like um where celebrities dance with Mm -hmm. professional dancers and if austrian television can allow an out and proud gay celebrity to dance with another man on that show you can have more gay characters in Mm -hmm. your show in 2017 Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Once you're more conservative than us... Yeah, it's it's the US. Not a good sign. Like, no, I mean, it's an overall problem. Like, a lot of creators, maybe, and a lot of uh, producers might potentially be afraid of, you know, alienating part of their audience. But in reality, you know, if it's not... If the focus of the storyline isn't on the gay couple and there's just a gay couple there being human... It's not going to alienate really anyone that actually enjoys the show, you know? No, because we watch for the characters and what they're doing and, oh, will they survive? And, oh, who's going to betray somebody? Or, oh, there's a conflict. Should we kill this person or not? And these two characters can't Mm. agree. That's the interesting stuff and that's what we watch yeah. for and one of the interesting things i talked to naomi who writes zombies run um who is the head writer i guess i talked to her about how she writes her characters and she said she writes them just as a generic person um and how she thinks that person would react like how outgoing they would be how strong-willed they would be etc 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 and then she goes back and chooses that person's gender and name and race and their sexuality later because that has some effect on the person but when you start really writing a character in terms of the plot it shouldn't their race and sexuality and gender isn't integral to that part of the plot. And so I thought that was really, really interesting because that's part of how you end up with such a diverse cast, like in Zombies Run, is that you really just treat people like they're people and say that every single person in the world can have a different type of personality regardless of stereotypes. And I think that's what Zombies Run does really, really well, that The Walking Dead kind of is missing as well is they put all different types of you know traditionally masculine traits on uh women or vice versa and it's a missed opportunity again yeah like they could have done better but yeah overall i think it's a really good series and it has there are lots of good parts in it i mean Obviously, I'm a little disillusioned by it in the later seasons after it just got really bloody and disgusting. But what can you do? Yeah, I think once the 
super bad guy came in, you know, the, mm -hmm. the one who plays the dad in Supernatural. He was really creepy, and I think that creeped me out too much, which is one of the reasons <laughs> I have not watched further. I think, I think I'm just too pure-hearted. <laughs> I don't know. It was, maybe it's too violent. I mean, that's what I'm blaming it on, is the violence. I, <laughs> I guess I'm not strong enough. I'm, I'm just not strong <laughs> But I might I, I might go back and keep watching. And there are, like I said, there are some episodes I love. Mm -hmm. There are some seasons that I liked more than others. And I can see myself going back to, to watch it again. I must say, I have a very different relationship with The Walking Dead as I had with We Were Alive. Because with The Walking Dead, it's mostly, okay... I enjoy it. I don't love it, but I enjoy it. I can watch it every once in a while. While We're Alive is so bad in some aspects. It makes me so mad in some aspects. And whenever I start listening, <laughs> I have to listen to all episodes in a row. Because I just cannot stop. And it's different with The Walking Dead. I could stop. It, was, it wasn't too difficult. I, I just... Netflix asked, do you want to watch another episode? <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, we did have a lot of thoughts about The Walking Dead. Yeah, a lot more than I was expecting. Do you have, maybe let's make this short, do you have one favorite and one least favorite thing about The Walking Dead? If it's something you've mentioned already, just say what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think my by far the least favorite thing is the overuse of violence um i feel like you can imply violence without showing all of the gore which some of the gore i think is necessary because it is a zombie show don't get me wrong and i think it's also important to show you know the aftermath of this kind of stuff battles and everything but there's some points where it's just the amount the sheer amount of gore takes away from the actual storyline and it takes away from the actual show and it takes away from how horrible it actually is absolutely it's was the thing like if you see five people die sometimes it can be mm -hmm. so much more effectful than seeing 500 people die mm -hmm. because 500 is is just a number mm -hmm. and maybe if you overuse the violence and the gore It, it doesn't have the same effect and impact anymore. Mm, definitely. So what was your favorite thing about The Walking Dead? I, you mentioned it earlier. I really like how not only the costuming and makeup of the zombies, but the lore surrounding them. I think it's a very interesting concept that's not... I mean, when The Walking Dead first started, it wasn't really used at all. And it's just different enough from other zombie media that it's kind of its own separate entity and i think it's really really interesting okay so my favorite thing about the walking dead is huh, that it is a tv show about <laughs> zombies that's awesome i want the fact that it is a tv show about zombies that allows for character development and uh, you know tension to build and it's As much as I love movies about zombies, that's just so much better because I love zombies. So that that's just awesome to me that there is a zombie TV show. And my least favorite thing has to be either the love triangle or the lack of of diversity when mm. it comes to sexuality. That that's just annoying to me. Maybe because I listen to so much podcasts um, where this is not that much of a problem and they're very diverse generally speaking so you know, yeah that annoyed me a lot but all in all i think we can give the walking dead very good rating yeah as such. definitely i mean yeah. it's definitely a good show and if you like zombie shows like it's a quintessential zombie show if you're into this kind of genre but yeah i like every show that's gone on for what eight nine seasons now it's got its faults But overall... <clears throat> Supernatural. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, that ended in season five, right? Yeah, true. And there are also two <laughs> mummy movies. Yes, Only that's true. two. 
<laughs> and Tom Cruise was definitely never in a reboot. What, what reboot? <laughs> I, I know nothing about a reboot. Okay, so that was it from us today. Of course, you don't need us to tell you to watch The Walking Dead because, well... You probably if, already are. Yeah, you, you <laughs> probably already do or you don't. But it was fun. I like doing these episodes a lot. You can follow Podcast Detected on our blog. That's podcastdetected.tumblr.com. You can follow us on Twitter as Podcast Detected. You can join our Facebook group. That has a very silly name that I forgot. Wait, it's Podcast Detected Fan Club Detected. Something like that. Yeah, it's Podcast Detected Detected, a Zombies Run fan podcast fan group. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. You can uh, just uh, search for that on Facebook and then we will add you if you want to become part of, of the group. And yeah, that's what you can usually also find us to talk to us. Yeah. If you want to talk about our feelings about The Walking Dead, do that there. Our music was, as always, Jason Kessler's Rich Groove. And uh, I forgot how to do... How, how do you do end credits, Lindley? <laughs> Stay sexy. No. No, that was my favorite movie. Stay safe out there, guys. <laughs> Stay safe out there. <laughs> Bye. Bye.